1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Here we go on a rainy, rainy Wednesday in Las Vegas. We'll try to give you a little ray of sunshine on Sports Insider Radio. Invite you to check out the site, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. March Madness, we got the Championship Week. Conference tournaments are up and running, NBA, NHL. Uh, We've got the Derby Preps. Golf's on the Florida Swing. You got the TPC coming up. We got the Masters right around the corner. And pitchers and catchers, which I know uh, brings a smile to my dear friend John. John and Mike joining us from Baltimore. Hello, boys. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Another uh, day at the beach, as it were. What's new and exciting in your neck of the woods? Uh, right now, Pittsburgh is winning plus 175 in the top of the third against the Red Sox. 3 nothing. <laughs> That's what's going on in my world. I'm, I'm checking out these dogs that are barking at the bank, and as you know, every season it's the same. Dogs, 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 dogs. You dogs. love your baseball. I love my baseball. I'm getting excited. March 28th is the earliest the baseball season has started in the history of recorded history. So how about the, the spring training stuff? I mean, you, you've been able to you know, wrap your arms around a little bit? Yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line is, it's again, 50% of the dogs are winning, 50% of the, and I mean the big dogs. So, I mean, you take yesterday as a perfect example. We didn't really, we're not releasing these games to our clients, but we're tinkering with our systems. The two biggest dogs on the board yesterday were the Boston Red Sox against the Nationals. They won 8 
to four. And then the second biggest dog uh, lost, or the favorite won. Uh, and so you go one and one. Like I always say, if you can catch one and one, the Yankees won five to one against the Braves as a $230 favorite. So, you know, if you can go one and one on, on matchups like that, you're losing even money. You're winning back 75 cents on the other side. You know, for you small betters out there, that's one and one at 110 in basketball. You lose $10. Here you go one and one, you make 75 bucks, Brian. And Michael, I'm assuming we got a couple of soccer games starting in about 50 minutes. I'm assuming you're focused on that. Well, of course. I mean, right now the Champions <laughs> League is uh, going on, which obviously is a big time of the year. It's in, it's in the round of the 16. There was a huge upset yesterday as Ajax, which is a team from the Netherlands, Brian. Okay. Uh, beat the a three-time defending champion in Real Madrid that bounced them out of uh, out of contention. And the amazing thing is, you know, for us, I mean, we we say this stuff. We have a couple of chuckles. I know you follow it, uh, and it's serious business. But globally, I mean, this is insane, right? The soccer. Oh, I mean, it's the biggest sport. Period. I mean, just because in the states it's not big. I mean, around the world, it's people are obsessed with it and. It goes on year round, and and when you have basically the best leagues in their you know respective countries, that then those top four, what they do is with the Champions League, they take the top four best teams from that league that year, and they put them into a main tournament where they play other teams from the other leagues. So, and then they come up with the best club champion each and every year. So, it's very exciting. It's there's a ton of I, I just feel like there's a lot more talent. Because they're they have a bigger crop of players to choose from because they have the entire world. Whereas NFL and NBA, I mean, well, NBA is pretty global, but NFL specifically, it's just around here. But enough of soccer, man. Right now, Uh-oh. we're about two weeks away from March Madness. No, we're not. It's here already. Studio. It's here already. I know, but I'm saying them. I know. I you, know mean, you mean you mean you you mean you here in person? Is that what you mean? You What's you it? here in person? Well, absolutely. Uh, us here in person. I don't know if we lost the feed to Mike. Mike, can you hear him? I can hear him. Oh, because he right. was talking to you. Um, so you know, the, look, we're gonna we're excited. We're gonna be there in a few weeks. Everybody, you know, people don't realize March Madness is compressed. You know, tra- the real March Madness is March twenty first to April eighth. It's very compressed. You know, it's basically two and a half weeks. So a lot of people think you know it's March Madness, but the reality is, again, it's a nice term they. They coined for the end of March and the beginning of April, but again, it's the same thing every year. We make just as much money in the NIT, the little tournaments. It's not about just the brackets per se. No, I listen. The Atlantic Sun's underway. The Metro Atlantic starts tomorrow. There are ridiculous angles that are in play. We've got senior night. Some teams wrapping up their regular season. Uh, some of these teams are going to uh, senior night. They're going to reward their seniors, uh, even if they're not stud players. They're kids that sit at the end of the bench. They're going to come in, and these are all things that have to factor into your handicapping for the game. So, uh, but it, there are defined opportunities out there, regardless of the size of the conference. Right. Question, just not to switch gears for a second. Why didn't you give me that 200-to-1 winner in golf last week? Because I didn't have it. Oh. How's <laughs> <laughs> that for a simple How many I, I, I had the 80-to-1 shot who was the leader after Friday night, and he had the... A uh, bad game plan of hitting into the water twice on Saturday as the leader. So that's the way that goes. What, By the what way, is your, th- um, 
What's the odds of those large two hundred two hundred to one? I mean, that's a rarity. I mean, big dogs coming in. No, they come in. in, uh, in they absolutely no. That's not a honestly. It's it. You'd be you'd be shocked the amount of eighty to one winners uh, in golf. I mean, every year you know five or six rookies win, um, and then guys that are journeymen have a big week. Uh, no, I mean, absolutely. I I will say this. Uh, this week they're at Bay Hill, and Tiger scratched out with a neck injury. Rory McIlroy's the defending champ. He's playing good golf, and he's the favorite at seven to one. And I generally don't go anywhere near anything in that you know ten, fifteen, twenty to one range. Uh, I do think Ricky Fowler is going to be really hard to beat this week. Um, you know he's on the board. He's only ten to one, but I I think Ricky Fowler's a a completely different player right now, and he proved that last week. So no, I I think there's a a real legitimate opportunity. It's kind of chalky, but I I do like Ricky Fowler a lot this week. But I mean, spraying the board to the dog side, you know, obviously that captivates betters when they see a two hundred. I mean, you're talking about eighty to ones coming in, but this guy was two hundred to one. Right, but what I mean, but that's, that, I mean that, but that's what I do, John. I mean, I, every week I will play four guys, and you go, oh, well, thanks, you played four guys. Well, there's hundred and twenty guys playing, um, so on right. average, I'm playing a forty to one, a sixty to one, eighty to one, and a hundred to one, and. I've already hit two this year, and the bottom line is, once you hit one, most of the season's a free roll, but what happens is, you spread it out with four, then you watch them through two rounds, and you can reload with another guy, and you hope to have a mini army going for it on Sunday, but when you win, even though you bet five guys, the average return on investment's going to be in the 20, 25 to one range. So what do you what do you relegate the lack of interest in that amongst the the masses? There no they're golf, golf golf enough on it. Golf is is I mean, here it's it's bet a lot more now, and uh, you know the apps have something to do with that. But in a in a former era, and it's not that long ago. I mean, maybe seven eight years ago, golf used to be. They you bake you bet the tournament and they tee off Thursday morning and you know just sit back relax and watch because that was all she wrote. Now they'll have second round matchups. They'll have odds to win the tournament going into the second round. They'll have odds to win the tournament going into the third round. They'll have future odds to win on Saturday night. And then there's in play wagering during the final round. Uh, it, it, the golf is is. You know, growing leaps and bounds. Right now, also we're talking about March Madness, but let's not forget there's only 16 regular season games left in the NHL season. And this is when I start to like they look at it because it had the games actually mean something. Uh, I, you know, what do you think of my Capitals? They're on a five and one roll right now. What do you think of the Capitals? I think the Capitals. I just think we just had this discussion yesterday. Uh, they could be out in the first round. They could win the cup again. I mean, I but I, but the the one thing I would say about them uh, that maybe to a degree they're playing with house money because the Anvil's off Ovechkin's shoulders, and you know the hardest series to win is the first round. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's motivated. Everybody's fresh. When you win the first round, everybody gets that sense of belief. And don't forget, last year the Caps. We're lucky to get out of the first round. They were down 2-0, and Grubauer was the the goalie. And then they brought Holtby in, 
and they were able to get out of the first round and then soldiered on. So um, do they have a shot again? They absolutely have a shot again. And what about uh, Vegas? How do you uh, like them in the... In the- uh, again, I, I think maybe very similar uh, to Washington. I think Vegas had a Stanley Cup hangover for a while. Last year was a completely different animal. But at the trade deadline, the acquisition of Mark Stone and one guy's arrival has kind of given everybody a bounce in their step. And the thing with Vegas, especially in the West, they've got the money goaltender. So, you know, Vegas has a big shot. They could be out in the first round, uh, or they could go on a, on a deep run. Uh, but the first round match is going to be really tough playing either San Jose or, or Calgary. But again, if you get out of that first round, look out. Oh, by the way, St. Louis right now is winning 5-3 to three against the Yankees, plus 155. Pittsburgh's winning 3 nothing 175. <laughs> Michael, help this guy this. out. I'm illustrating this to show listeners or let listeners hear the value of not laying the chalk, whether it's preseason, whether it's regular season, whether it's postseason. You know, you got to get ready for uh, for baseball in, in its entire. You know, if you're not a fan of the sport, I get it. Just like if you're not a fan of NHL, I get it. But from a money making opportunity. We're already in it. We're already monitoring. We're already watching. We're already in it. We're, we are obsessed with MLB, not as a, from a fan point of view, but from a ROI, a return on investment point of view. I, I say between dogs and hockey and MLB, there's both your best risk versus reward. <clears throat> After you guys discuss some of the games that are compelling this week, and I'll go over all the numbers. I don't want to do it so early in the show, but let's talk about halftime betting but, real quick. But, but wait, wait, real, real quick. Let's just put the baseball to bed. The one thing I would say, when you were saying the opening day is when? March 28th. Okay. Weather is always an issue out of the gate in Major League Baseball. And you love your barking dogs. And they're, they're moving this thing. I mean, watch out for the weather. I mean, the weather could be a great equalizer in, in a lot of these games, too. No, I mean absolutely. It's just like totals in, in football. But what I was what I was going to say about basketball is the game within the game. Now, last night we had Florida State. I don't double dip, Brian. I was tempted to double dip. Do you know what I mean when I say double dip? Yep. You you, you already got what? the ticket going. You're in good shape, and you come back and get some more. No. No. You already got the ticket going, and you're in bad shape. I had Florida State minus four. They were losing at halftime, thirty three to nineteen. Yeah, so if well, I wasn't on the game already, but, I would have but, taken but, Florida State in the second half. But I don't like to double dip my risk. But, but what I, what I would say, uh, the difference being there is in that instance with in play wagering uh, and, and and that that sense of belief, I, I would venture a guess with in play wagering because not so much at the halftime. But with the in-play wagering aspect of it, if they're down 20... Oh, you get a nice dog price. Just on the money line, for them to come back and win the game's got to be plus 250. Uh, no, absolutely. But when I'm trying to service you know, clients around I the understand. world and I'm taking the position that they don't do live wagering... Right, correct. Um, so the thing that I get text at halftime, you know, it's like I have this, oh, I have this running joke with Mike. You know, if we have a straight play that we give out to our clients... 
you're better off not winning at half because it's like these teams die at the half. So it was like I was laughing last night because I texted them and it was 33-19, we're getting crushed. All these guys are texting us how bad they look. Should they bet them in the second half? I said, just leave it alone. And, of course, they come stomping back and take the game into overtime, outscoring them 48-28 to in the second half and then winning 12-3 to in OT, winning the game by nine, laying the four. So if somebody didn't just watch the game or follow the score and they just looked at the final score they go oh my advisor he gave me Florida State minus four nice winner they won by nine he had no idea of all the trading opportunities around that game yeah, uh, listen that that's we, we've talked about this in the past but and, you, and we always document this uh, tell them once again how old you are I mean how long you've been doing this 31 years 46 and tell them how I mean your business model has changed so dramatically since I met you. Not not me. No, I'm, I'm not saying. No, I'm not. I didn't mean it that way. I mean since. But about the time we got to know each other, I watched kind of a transformation with you, well, where halftimes became a focal point of finding success. Absolutely, and and, and more so. I've, I've been a little passive on it right now. I want to wait for the tournament and really get into it for the tournament when the games matter. But I will say it is it, you know, it is amazing the banter that goes on with Mike because he's on the front line dealing with the clients. People will just call and say, you know, why? Well, you know, they did their own analysis on these games. I'm going, look, if it was that easy to take a good team against a bad team, when I go through these numbers, numbers I'll show you why it's not. But we'll do that a little later. But the point is, is that, you know, guys, it's not about confirmation of your opinion. This is a business. I'm dealing with a lot of, uh, um, give me the right word. Well, let's just call them new betters in New Jersey. There you go. New betters in New Jersey that are transitioning, and it's a form, an alternative form of investing or trading in the financial markets. They're easy to deal with, Brian, because they don't, they don't have the bad habits. These aren't people that were betting with local bookmakers. That These are people that literally are now deciding to open up an account on an app, because Jersey's the only place in the East Coast where they have the apps, and like they would open a trading account. It is really wild to talk to somebody that's 55 years old and never placed a wager, and now with the legality and the ability to have apps like you're in Nevada, you know, it's just amazing. They, they don't, you know, you got to teach them what a line is. You got to teach them what a money line is. You got to teach them what an over and under is. It's like, it is amazing that to think that there's a large percentage of people that actually never even wagered before at all. And, and, I, and I would even say that no matter what level you're at, and I, I know you know this, but just in case to drive the point home, and I know you already have several, but when you guys arrive in town, the, the first thing you should do is go, and even if you have those accounts, first thing you should do is go make sure you fund three or four mobile app accounts. Because all that matters is, it doesn't matter that you're from Nevada, it matters that you're in Nevada when you make the wager. Correct. But it gives you the wherewithal to stand there, be it halftime or the start of a game, to shop for numbers. So it doesn't matter what level you're at, that, that makes a difference and adds up over the course of time. Right, and I will say there's a lot of people that are... They're not familiar with the geography of Nevada. They don't drive when they're there. They're tourists. They go to the hotel, and they just stay in the hotel, and they sit in the sports book all week. A guy like me that has a car, and I'm running up and down. I'm going to Henderson. I'm going to 
Green Valley, I'm coming up to see you, I'm coming back down, and I, it's like my second home, I certainly don't want to be fighting traffic running into shops to bet. So the apps for a guy like me, they're very important. But I, I will say that, you know, even if you're somebody that's just there for a couple of days and you're sitting in a hotel, it's you know, even if you're not shopping the line, Brian, even if you just had the app of the hotel you're in, why not be in your hotel room oh, and not have to run down and stand in line? Because I've had that experience. I don't want to name the places, but I've well, the, well, some well, very long a, lines that a I stand make me happy at eight in the morning. Well, a stand in line, or b uh, if you're you're somewhere watching it, maybe you could be at a bar at a property. The other, you could be up in your room. You know, you're in your room, and a game's going to go in three minutes. And you gotta you know do the big sprint downstairs from your room. You and I know you. You spread out. It's like you you know you got a studio and wherever you end up. I mean you you get a base of operations by utilizing that. Absolutely. By the way, were you on that Wake Forest Duke game last night? Because I mean that looked like it. I'm surprised. I, I'm kicking myself. I didn't take the plus twenty six. Nope. No, I was not involved in that. I I. Um, I actually had three games last night. I had uh, the Buffalo game over, but the one, and it is amazing that even at this time of the year, uh, there were two two games, and they involved teams that just played the last game. And I'm like, well, if the scenario works for one, it makes sense it'll work for the other, provided the teams they're playing were capable of producing a little offense. And that was Nevada and Utah State in a highly emotionally charged game the other night that it stood to reason to be a letdown spot for both teams, which to me meant a lack of intensity on the defensive yeah, what, end of the court, what, what hap- and, both games, and both games went over. What, what happened in that game where it was all the hub-lub on the, uh, the media the, the, on Twitter? Oh, no, it was just, you know, the, Nevada wasn't happy. They lost the game. The fans rushed the court. Players accused people of saying stuff. Uh, assistant coaches got in it. So it, it turned into this ridiculous, you know, it was this, A, the game was a circus act, and then you had the nonsense at the end of the game, and then they got to turn around a couple days later and play a game. Um, you know, the air, the air intensity-wise had to be out of the balloon for both of them, but the teams they were playing, they were good enough to certainly still score a truckload of points, but the other team was going to throw the sink at them. But, I mean, it worked. You know what I mean? I, it, it doesn't have to be the I, I biggest. Agree. Doesn't have to be the biggest conference. I, I, I will, I will throw this at you. This is why I like Championship Week, and I'll throw one at you right now. I want to see what the number will be, but the Metro Atlantic Conference tournament. This is the way the 29th ranked out of 32, 29th ranked conference. It starts tournament play tomorrow. It may be the most competitive conference tournament of all of them. They're all horrible. But they're evenly matched, so the games should have a lot of drama. And there's, I think, money-making opportunities in those games. So you, you sit there, and you, and you try to you, you power rankings, numbers, find a soft number. But there's also the human flair and the human touch to it. And I would say this to you. There are three games on Thursday. Two of the three uh, winners have to turn around and play on Friday. But the late night, the get-out game... Niagara plays Monmouth, and they catch a break in that they don't have to play until Saturday. So I will be looking at the Niagara and Monmouth winner as a team with that extra day's rest to have a real opportunity to cover a number against Quinnipiac on Saturday. And just think about it. That's one smallish conference 
Think of all these other things that are going on out there and all these angles that are in play. Well, and again, this goes back to Saturday, which you and uh, Mike can break down. You know, me, I'm going to stay away unless I have really good information on Duke, North Carolina, 26 and 4 against 25 and 5. Michigan State, Michigan, 26 and 4, 24 and 6. You know, you're looking at some of these impossible games. Guys, if you're listening, it's pre, you know, getting into the tournament. You don't need to be on, involved. Those particular two matchups are, to me, stay away. Virginia, what can I say about Virginia, Brian? Um, Mike will give you the war stories with Virginia. We've had models that have showed them overvalued, and we just refuse to. We're not. We're not going to take them, but unless we have good input, we're just not going to go against them. I mean, this team is unbelievable. And I would, I would say this to you, Mike. Our beloved pal had shoulder surgery, and he's on the mend, and he's starting to make progress. And I think it's time to test how good a job was done on the procedure that I think when you guys get to Vegas, you should have John Carrier bags just because it's part of the rehab process. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's in pretty good shape. He's been rehabbing it nonstop for the last you know few months now. And uh, he seems like he's in good shape, man. It's it, it's like a progress. He works out with these guys that um that are all training, like they're the Delaware Blue Hens out here. <laughs> they're the entire football team trains at you know trains at the same facility where he's doing the rehab. So he's sending me screenshots, and he goes, you know, I got an insight line on Delaware next year, and I'm he makes, I'm I'm laughing about it all morning. Yeah, you're always always thinking work. That's that's the beauty of it. Well, Dad, and I mean, so what do you think? I mean, is Zion going to be back for the Saturday? Oh, I think they would err on the side of caution. I, I, I you know, I, I don't know any more than you do. Um, I think they've got big, much bigger fish to fry. So I, I would think that they would most assuredly err on the side of caution, don't you? Yeah, I think they might just sit him until the tournament. And I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they even sat him through the conference tournament knowing that the seed shouldn't matter as much they want to make sure he's healthy and how many times michael have you seen how many times have you seen duke and they're a one seed and they're they're thrilled they don't they don't bat an eye if they they go out in the first or second game of that tournament big picture at the end of the day is probably much more beneficial for them to lose anyway to get a week and you know a little over a week and a half uh a week's worth of rest anyway for the NCAA tournament. I mean, it may actually be more beneficial to them. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, and I don't think them being a, a two-seed uh, going into the main tournament rested, uh, that would be a, they would be a very, very dangerous two-seed. So I don't think it really matters as well. It's one of those factors. You know, and playing in the ACC this year, having to go through the gauntlet of the conference tournament and having to play maybe Virginia or North Carolina, maybe both of them, before getting to the finals, you might be burnt out before the tournament. So I would have to agree with you. I mean, them getting bounced early, even if they sit Zion and uh, have that really long week of rest before the tournament may even benefit them even more. Well, and on top of that, know that uh, if that scenario comes into play, uh, the game they go down on, uh, John, right near your wheelhouse. They're probably going to be eight, nine point favorites if they do spit the bet. Oh yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, this this is why you have to pace yourself in these teams that are like such powerhouse teams. You know, we've been playing a lot of extra games. We've been playing a lot of added games. 
that favorite word you have value you know we're getting more value with these little obscure schools that we talked about this early in the season you know these top 25 games you know last night we had florida state because we had you know the line set up is the right number to but you know i'm not particularly happy about being involved in these tv matchups i'm not a, you know to me i like the little you have to look for the score game <laughs> you know it's just you get value we have dogs winning out where you see a lot of mispriced numbers on these small teams because even though the line maker does such a good job and i'll get to the numbers in a bit um, of making it 50-50 like we talk about every week, that 50-50 is more heavily slanted to the side I, the, with the popular teams. Out of curiosity, I know you're going to get to the numbers. Have you, uh, over the years, as baseball, as we go along in the baseball season, um, do you track those kind of things uh, in, in a similar fashion? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, we track everything in a similar fashion. Totals. I mean, right now, I'll just start. Let me start with college basketball since we're getting into March Madness. 5,456 games have been played. So this is one thing. When people talk about volume, there have been 924 NBA games played since the beginning of the season, and there's been 5,556 games played in college basketball. Now, what's amazing, Brian, is, you know, I say it every week, Say it now. Everything's 50%. The favorites against the spread are 24 and 7, meaning 2,407 favorites have covered. 2,395 dogs have covered, and 91 games have hit the number on a push. So you're literally talking about 50.1% favorites. The totals, really not much different. 2,551 games have gone under. 23 and 55 games have gone over, giving you a 52% edge to the under in college basketball. So the sides and the totals, you're talking about 52%, 51%. And then you have um, the NBA, again, as I always say, 630, uh, 400, excuse me, the dogs have an edge. You ready, Brian? I'm listening. 50.6%. 483 dogs have covered, 471 favorites have covered, and 10 games have landed on the number. So what you're talking about is favorites have an edge of 50.1% in college basketball. Dogs have an edge because on any there's less parity in the NBA. But think about it. There's less parity in the NBA. The Warriors get blown out last night. Again, you're looking at dogs... Outright dog winners have much are much more frequent in the NBA, um, and then when you go to the totals, the games have gone over fifty point five percent of the time. Four hundred and eighty four games to the over, four hundred and seventy three games to the under. Doesn't matter what side of the planet you're on. What's the bottom line? Fifty percent, Brian. But when you get into these little schools, and I haven't breaking them down, and I will maybe next year, the little. The little schools, the non-top 25 schools, the added games, the extra games, we do see more of an edge to the dogs where you see just a lot of value playing underdogs. And these dogs don't just win. They win outright, even if they're getting 10, 11, 12. Uh, but, again, it's very hard for a lot of people to get down on these little games if, they, if they're not in Vegas or Jersey. Michael, is it just me or 
during John's weekly tutorials, as we soldiered on here with this fine program, he sounds so much more professorial when he says it. Very, very straight. It's not like, hey, hey, listen to this. But now it's it's very, it's calming and soothing, and it, it's very instructive. It, he, I I feel like he's uh, he's he's earned some sort of master's degree at this now in terms of his tutelage. We've had a few. I think he's been doing this tutorial class uh, for four or five months now, so he's getting better and better. <laughs> Each and every week, it's like he's graduating. He's now has his PhD in statistics of handicapping. Doctor, the, you know, what's the calling is, you the doctor? I, you know, with all, all the funniness, I will say this: what's amazing is the average inquiry to our office has no idea that the line makers do such a good job. They do not perceive. The numbers that I'm telling you. If I ask them, what do you think the favorite to dog ratio is? They'll say, oh, the favorites win 75% of the time, meaning against the spread. It's like they're totally in a tunnel, Brian, where they don't, they don't understand that the line maker couldn't be a good, they couldn't have a good line making business if it was that high of an edge. It is sports insider. 75% is in in the money line, yes. Like in college basketball, 75% of the favorites have won. It's 36-48 to 18-08. So that means it's literally exactly 75.0%. If you bet a money line, yes, you're 75%, but you're laying 1000 bucks. That doesn't work. Sports Insider Radio, we're inviting you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com uh, along with John and Mike. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out, but we're going to come racing back, take you to the top of the hour, and invite you to check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com. We'll be right back. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to 
your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, back with you, Sports Insider Radio, and we're racing to the top of the hour. And it just on me. I'm, I'm gosh, I know what's going to ha- happen here when I say this. I'm going to get hammered here. Ah, when are you going to come? But. The Derby Trail. We got big races coming up. The Kentucky Derby, too. First Saturday in May. And then, without doubt, John will say, When are you coming to the Preakness? <laughs> how, how far is Pimlico? My office is five minutes. I know. Away. Uh, <laughs> see, I knew I was I was stepping into a high fastball. So, look, let, let, let us tell you a funny story. So, we went to... We went to um, he took me to a late birthday dinner uh, at uh, whatever that guy's name is at the steakhouse at, uh, at Gordon the, Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. At yeah, the, that at the guy here in Baltimore. <laughs> you they don't, wait, they wait, don't wait. have. Sp- let, this let, is Gordon Ramsay's in Baltimore. Have, yeah, yeah, in the casino. Oh, yeah, okay. It's you know it's owned by uh, Caesars. It's Caesar property. So okay. we go in there, and uh, you know it was like nine o'clock at night. So we decided to walk around, go to the poker room, check it out, see what kind of action's going on, you know, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> we walk by, there's no sports book. There's a race book. My, Mike, what time do you think that was? Uh, nine o'clock. So that was six o'clock your time, Brian. Mm-hmm. The sports, the, the sports book, the race book was packed. People were betting West Coast tracks. Well, I was going to say, really, at that hour, the only probably was left were harness racing. Would they didn't care guess. what it was. They were yeah. yelling, they were screaming, they were jumping. They didn't care. By the way, it was. Just- and I'll tell you what, I know we we always go through this. And with Southwest, it's easy and cheap to get there. Okay, I, I got to break down and, and we'll do this. But I'm t- I am a seafood maven. Uh, I, I, are, are you a seafood guy? You're, you're talking about Gordon Ramsay's, right? I'm, I, seafood in in Ch- the Chesapeake Bay there. I mean, oh, it's just it's amazing. The crab yeah, crab I mean, cake's got to be really money, no right? Excuse, uh, you know, the, well, Mike will treat you to the finest seafood meal we have here, and uh, just uh, make sure that you know I'll make sure he can afford to treat you because I won't let him walk into the track and bet for me. I've yeah, right. I've already got his chicken wings. I've already made them. <laughs> there you go. But no, I mean, look between the horse racing, which I guess again akin to the golf. You Very get good. some huge payoffs, some huge prices. I wouldn't say as huge. I mean, you can do the, uh, what is it, when you tie them all together, every race, the... the pick the three, pick, pick four, daily yeah, double. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but again, I mean, th- th- those are lottery tickets, legitimately, right? I mean, you no. as a horse... Educate, well, educate the people out there that are not familiar with horse racing. I mean, are you mainly an exotic better, or are you a win place and show better? What's uh, your normal strategy? All the above. Uh, I, I will say... Well, I know that. Well, I will say later... No, later in life, I very much got into win and place, because 
if your horse runs second, you're getting the the meat of your money back. And if the horse is, you know, four to one, nine to two or higher, you're actually going to make money if the horse just runs second. Um, but where you make money are are pick threes and pick fours. And, you know, uh, sometimes you sit there and you go, look at this race. I have no clue. And in your mind, you say, well, I've got no clue. Nobody else has a clue either. That's at least your hope. And you hit the all button. You say, I really like a horse in two races. And you hit the all button, and some 25 to 1 wins two races before the race you really like. That's when you hit the home run. Right. And I would say that you still have to, it's all about money management. Because sure the people is. that are listening... You know, you go to the racetrack, if you're like Mike, and you walk in with a couple thousand, and then you just literally bet on one race a couple thousand, I, you know, I just, I take issue with that type of money management. Well, yeah, I will just say this to you, that uh, uh, in this scenario just came up uh, earlier in the week, and I, I would I would throw this out there as just a, a thought process. When there's an entry, when a trainer sends two horses out, and in their even money or six to five, the play is hammer the place price. And then what you're hoping, if you feel both of them have a legitimate chance to win, the horse could actually pay more to place than to win if they run one two. So that's that's just like you know it's just like a, a little thing a little nuance you go well well one of these horses is going to win it you say well wait a minute they both have a chance or they tower over the field and the horse and the entry goes off three to five the horse will pay more to place because they scoop the whole place pool no other horse was involved so there are you know little little nooks and crannies and little opportunities in there like that if you're aware of it. Uh, absolutely, and you know, again, I know I'm not talking much about NBA, but you know, when you look at teams like last night where the Celtics go to oh, the Warriors boat race. and they win one twenty-eight to ninety-five, I mean, really, I mean, where's the edge? I mean, yeah, sure, you could say take the dog, but Boston up to last night was thirty-one and thirty-two, one game down, five hundred. But here's what most people don't realize: when you look at a team like the Warriors, they're twenty-five and thirty-eight against the spread, Ryan. I mean, they, you talk about no value. So, I mean, you shouldn't be betting on the Warriors. It doesn't mean that you should be betting on Boston. But the point is, when you talk about overvaluing, it's the same thing, same correlation to top 25 teams. And that's why Virginia, we, uh, we've, our data a lot of times tells us to fade them. For whatever reason, we can't get Virginia. I guess Virginia's just too good. They can't make Virginia high enough. It was kind of like the Alabama syndrome till the middle of the season. I mean, you just couldn't make... I'm looking here at Virginia. Virginia is 21 and se- 22 and 7 against the spread. And they're 27 and 2. I mean, that is really rare that a team wins that much and covers that much in the same season. You know, in, in, Michael, let me just throw one at you back to... And I'm glad that you, you brought it up, John. When, when you mentioned... Like, you see that and you go, well, where'd that come from? You know, Boston destroys Golden State. You know, guys have bad nights. But I will tell you this. Then you got Boston playing at Sacramento, 
on back-to-back nights. And Sacramento's a decent team. Uh, they're figuring it out. They're, they're on the rise. They're in contention to make the playoffs. And you're sitting there going, well, that could be a little buzzsaw. It could still could be. That could be a buzzsaw or a hornet's nest for Boston the night after Golden State. And well, it's a, wait, and it's a letdown spot. But, from- but, well, wait a minute. Uh, it, but, well, go ahead. I'll make the point. Well, do you think the line went from one and a half to three because everybody broke our rule, which is throw at the last game? Absolutely. Well, no, well, the funny thing is, I think that the number was. I'm actually in a, in agreement with the number or the move because they made the number one, knowing this was, uh, you know, one of the biggest quote unquote letdown travel situations spots maybe that, that you'd seen in the league all year. But the bottom line is, and you alluded to it, John, Golden State packed it in. They they took everybody out. I mean, that game, there were backups in there playing for the last six minutes of that game. So, even though it's a back-to-back night, and maybe it's a letdown thing, that that was just a walk in the park for Boston. They they got to Absolutely. they got to rest guys. You're thinking they'd have to be life and death to beat Golden State, and that wasn't the case. So Boston comes in tonight in what looked like a horrible spot, and now maybe it's a great spot for them. Exactly. And the other thing is when you look at the difference between line making in the NBA and the uh, college, what you don't see is teams winning. Um, not winning and not covering to a huge, uh, you, uh, you don't see a big disparity. So let me give you an example. Tonight, Dallas travels here to the Wizards. Yep. Dallas is 27 and 36 straight up. They're down nine games on the season. The record is exactly the same against the spread reversed. They're 36 and 27 ATS. I'm going to say that again. They're 27 and 36 straight up. They're 36 and 27 ATS. So what does that tell you, Brian? It means when they're a dog, they're getting the job done. They're losing the game and they're covering the spread because the value is taking them because they're usually given too many points. So, you know, this, you don't see that. So tonight's a prime example. Line opened up on the Wizards, four and a half. It's now five and a half. Just from a statistical point of view, and again, I'm not playing this game. I'll give you the free if you had to make a play with no information. You got to take Dallas. It's a no-brainer. And well, let me ask you. But generally speaking, um, sure, a team can you know be down eighteen and or sixteen or a dozen or anything and come back and cover the backdoor cover. But I'd be curious, and I would say that's great information on on a team like Dallas. But I would then go and look and see that in those games where they're the dog on the road and they've covered these games. Go go back and look at. I I would bet you the scenario would be that they had the lead at the half. That they are quick starters on the road and make a point that they're there to contend that night. And I I bet you. I wonder if the numbers are even greater for them. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it, them out for you. But let, but 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 here's another thing with this game tonight, which almost compels me to actually want to play them. Washington has the unique distinction of the record. Their records are basically the same. They are 26 and 37 straight up, and they are 26 and 35 ATS. I'm going to say that again. They're 26 and 37 straight up, but they're 26 and 35 ATS. So there was two games, I guess there was no line on due to injuries, and basically 
They win, they cover. They lose, they don't cover. He's being professorial again, Mike. I'm being professorial. So, again, last time Mike went to the Wizards game, I think they were losing by 20 at the half. And, again, the value was in the second half. They were playing the Phoenix Suns, I remember. But the thing is, again, with the NBA, you know, it can drive people crazy because we the most of the calls we get, Brian, are people that have lost a lot of money playing the NBA, and then we're turning them on to college basketball. From a fan point of view, obviously it has a big following. There's less games to track. Obviously, I already showed you there's 924 completed games versus 5,000. 456 completed games in college, but when you get, when you're a newbie or you're a young, uh, when I say young, I don't mean an age, in your career of wagering, and you think it's easy to take the Warriors and lay the six and a half last night, and then they get blown out, and then, you know, let's take Oklahoma on the road, and, you know, the favorites, they don't do that. Yesterday was an, every time I come on the radio, it seems like Tuesday's dog day. So yesterday, Oklahoma, minus two, they lose outright. Warriors, minus six and a half, they lose outright. Uh, Portland on the road, minus three and a half, they lose outright. Uh, Toronto, minus three and a half, they lose outright. Uh, the only favorite that I see that covered was two favorites, Philadelphia and the Pacers. So I've done this several times. I've said, oh, the dogs have sweeped. I guess Tuesday's a big dog day. Guys, if you're listening, bet all the dogs in the NBA on Tuesday. Yesterday, you were four and two, just... Taking all the dogs the week before you swept the board. Hey, eons ago when I was a kid, I had cousins in Maryland and Fairfax, uh, Virginia. So I was yep. in that neck of the woods. And I know the Redskins and the Ravens, and there's a regional rivalry. But I used to go to hockey and basketball games at the old Cap Center in Landover. Uh, I'm curious, right. do, do the Baltimore people embrace uh, Washington basketball now? Because I, I remember the days growing oh, up absolutely. with the Earl, only, the Pearl, always, and the Baltimore no, Bullets, no, they, but... No, 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 no. They've always, everybody here, Capitals and the Wizards for sure. Don't ask about the Nationals because that's not happening here. Uh, it's all straight Orioles no matter what, win, lose. They bleed orange, win or lose. Um, and again, that's another thing, Brian. When I come out there with you, you know, when I come out with Mike, you know, then it's we'll get into that next week. You know, we can talk about futures bets in the MLB season because it's a long season you talk about lottery tickets you can also get some lottery tickets that if you you're, you could be in a position to hedge against them you know in the uh, end of sure. September beginning of October no we'll do that we'll talk about baseball regular season wins futures all kinds of good stuff coming up next week Michael can't wait to see you bud it's been a while uh John, I'm glad you're on the mend, and I look forward to seeing you guys. We'll have a lot of fun when you get out here, but we'll have one more radio show before you get here. We'll do it again next week. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. All right, folks, we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. We'll do it again next week. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. 
go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey folks, it's Brian Blessing inviting you to join us for the first two days of the NCAA tournament in the Grand Ballroom of the Golden Nugget for Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline, noon to 2 p.m. on Thursday, March 21st and Friday, March 22nd. It's a great venue to watch the great basketball action. Get the Golden Nugget mobile app. It's awfully convenient. Tony Miller, the Sportsbook Director of the Golden Nugget, will join us both days. It's a fun time in a great room. It's the Grand Ballroom at the Golden Nugget for the NCAA tournament. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. Go with Reliable, ReliableBanner.com. Signs, custom banners, flags, awnings, and table skirts, special events. You want Reliable Banner. We can print it for you, stitch it, fly, and post it. Everything is 100% quality, 100% guaranteed, and 100% reliable. Reliable Banner Sign Supply and Printing. We're local. Check us out online at ReliableBanner.com. Go with Reliable, ReliableBanner.com. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, a legendary world-class destination, is celebrated for its expansive variety of suites, abundant on-site amenities, superb customer service, and prime location to the Las Vegas Strip. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino boasts an extraordinary array of services and amenities, from the world's largest race and sports book to the world-famous Benihana Restaurant. Go to www.westgateresorts.com. That's westgateresorts.com for your next vacation getaway. Terrible Herbst and grab yourself Collector's Cup number three of six. Mark Andre Fleury. Receive a free fill up with each cup. But head on into Terrible Herbst right now because these Collector's Cups are only available while supplies last. And it's only at Terrible Herbst.
the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The nation's homeland security chief on Capitol Hill, making the president's case for a barrier at the southern border with Mexico, telling the House Homeland Security Committee not only is it to prevent illegal immigration,